And now, Writers Radio Theater proudly presents the most beloved works of George M. Cohan, performed tonight by 800 coyotes and a duck. Radio Theater's on the air! Good radio, it's right on the radio. Come on, park saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. Good lady, good lady, yeah. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle it too. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. It's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two slim, the man of many hats, where they fall the king of the cowboy fiddlers, Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and howl at the moon. There's a place around the fire for you With riders in the sky So come on and let's ride And now with the 2,632nd performance of their career Here are Riders in the Sky yes. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarets. All of you gathered here at the beautiful Emory Theater and those of you listening to us in your homes or your cars. And thank you, Texas Bixbender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. Riders in the Sky consist of Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and Joey, the Cow Polka King. Listen to a song of the wind Listen to a song of the rain. Listen to a song of the sagebrush calling to me again. Me and my pony are free. Sing in a song of the sage. We never care where we be. Never work for a wage. We live a life of pleasure here on the desert drive. We never search for treasure. We want nothing gold can buy. We lose the cares of our age. Sing in a song of the same. My pony are free Sing in a song
57 channels and nothing on obviously never tuned in Riders Radio Theater. We'll be right back after this provocative pronouncement from the CBC. There are campfire legends that the plainsmen spin Of a man who was nothing like Paladin Couldn't ride, couldn't shoot, but he won his fame Cause everything he said said backwards Backwards, backwards was the same Palindrome, palindrome, what's in a name? Palindrome, palindrome, backwards the same Yes, palindrome, no one knew where he came from and nobody cared he won the West armed only with a knack for speaking in sentences which spelled are the same backwards as forwards. This week's episode, Showdown at the OK Corral. Hey, palindrome, when is the big showdown? Noon. Yeah, I heard you got family coming. Pop. Anybody else? Mom's mom. You're going to need help, Palindrome. Is Ed on your side? Ed is on no side. Look, over right there at the OK Corral. That must be him. Look, it's a two-headed gunfighter. A weird-looking dude. What's his name? Neil, an alien. You're gonna need some nourishment here. I brought you some of my Chinese soup. Wonton? Not now. Hey, hey, look. Helen Brown's walking out towards the alien. Yo, Bozo Boy. I'm going to disintegrate you, Palindrome. <laughs> okay. KO! Now, sir, a war is won. And take long either. What time is it? 1221. Gosh, my hero, do you think they'll ever make your life into a movie? I met him. I made radio. So I dared. Am I mad? Am I? Yes, Palindrome this week on the CBC, starring Bob Otto, Bob as Palindrome, and Meg Jen as Fitz. Palindrome, he gets them coming and going. Riders Radio Theater would like to send out a great big western howdy to our station of the week, KCBX. Now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of the king's own desert storm. One, two, 
Here again, our riders in the sky. Thank you, Texas Dick Bender. We have had so many requests on this show for, for High Sheriff Drywall Paul to come out and sing a song. He, he only seems to know one song, but I understand that he's learned a new one. And so I'd like to present tonight Tumbleweed Valley and Riders Radio Theater's own High Sheriff Drywall Paul. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you. Lord have mercy, love. I've been waiting to appear in this spot for a long time, boys. Thank you for having me out here. Of course, I, I got a big new album coming out, the big uh, Mr. Sure. Slick at the Skill Saw label's really behind me. Now we're going to do a little number here, kind of from one lawman to another here. Let's get a little rhythm going here, boys. Too faster, boy. Slow it down just a little, a little bit faster, boy. That's a little too slow. In dusty old Dodge City, a barman called Miss Kitty had it bad for the marshal. Matt Dillon was his name. I've seen every TV rerun. Every time I see one, it's the same. He leaves her waiting for the kiss that never came. Yeah, she keeps hoping for the sundown when he lays his smoking gun down. Swear to her his riding days are through. But every morning, Mr. Dillon's off to chase another villain. And poor Miss Kitty's wondering what to do. Well, I'm telling you, one day you're gonna wear out your welcome mat. If you keep stepping on her like that. You know, there ain't no way to treat your kitty cat. You're aware now, you're welcome, man. Now even Doc and Chester say, don't let this one get away, but Matt, you just ain't too quick on the draw. Come on, wise up, Marshal, treat her right. Tell her she can spend the night wrapped up in the long arms of the law. And I'm telling you, one day you're gonna wear out your welcome mat If you keep stepping on her like that You better find some other place to lay your head Wearing out your welcome mat Now Matthew, I don't want to see the episode Where Kitty finally says it's time to hit the road Cause everybody knows how much you'd miss her. But don't just stand there. Go ahead and kiss her. Telling you one day you're gonna wear out your welcome mat. If you keep stepping on her like that, you know there ain't no way to treat your kitty cat. You're wearing out your welcome mat. Yes, you're wearing out your welcome. She's sick and tired of waiting. A million fans are watching. You better think about them ratings, cause you're wearing out your welcome back. <laughs> thank you, friends. Thank you. Thank you, thank you boys. Well, Paul. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio.
Stay with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. Here's the number 11 song on our National Classical Polka Countdown, Eine Kleine Not Music. Polka! polka. Buckaroos and Buckarets, you're listening to Riders Radio Theater. And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode three of the exciting Western melodrama, Return of the Evil Empire. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, Slocum and Charlie, stranded in space from a previous serial, were rescued by a Russian cosmonaut, even a Trumpovich. Unfortunately, it turned out that Yvonne was more or less stranded, too. He had been sent into space over three years ago on a mission to boldly go away for a long time. But with a breakup of the old Russian Empire, he had been forgotten. Then, just in the nick of time, an inventory by the new Russian Republic turned up the fact that Ivan Trumpovich was still in space. However, due to their embarrassment over having forgotten about him, it was decided to bring him down in the remote Transural Republic of Borstrovia. Terrible place, no paved roads, economy built on rotten beats, and worse speech patterns anywhere. Borstrovians sound like American hillbillies with bad Russian accents. Perfect. No one will ever hear about it. Do it. Ah. So they did it. But as the space capsule was about to float unnoticed to a landing site in the Bostrovian capital of Borskow, the parachute fell in the capsule and its occupants crashed through the roof of the Borst Hall, where a meeting was being held to elect a new leader who could take the new republic down the long road to capitalism. Recognizing opportunity when it knocks, Slocum wasted no time in making an appealing speech. What you really need is a leader who can get you American foreign aid! That leader is me, Algernon Swinburne Slocum! I accept the job as boss of Borstrovia! (laughs) Meanwhile, back in Tumbleweed Valley, High Sheriff Drywall received a phone call from Harry Slick, the president of Skillsaw Records. We're going to go ourselves a big red China tour. Golly, that's a great idea, Mr. Slick. And now, episode three, entitled, The Great Drywall of China. The Saturday after Harry Slick's call to High Sheriff Drywall on the famed old Harmony Ranch, riders in the sky are relaxing in the shade on their front porch. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The weather sure has improved. Yeah, it's hot as the hinges of hell this morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, that little breeze came up a while back and... Sure help cool things down. Oh, you boys don't know how hot it is. Yeah. I remember a summer back in the 40s why it got so hot I had to feed the chickens cracked ice to keep them from laying hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> Must have been pretty hot. Yeah, it was so hot when a dog chased a cat, they both walked. Uh-huh. At one point, the air got so heated up it popped a whole field of corn. White pups filled the air for miles and covered the ground eight inches deep. You don't say. Yeah, I do, and that ain't all. Made the roads impassable, covered the buildings and the tree limbs. My nearsighted old mule senator saw it and thought it was snowing. I had to pour hot coffee down his gullet for an hour to keep him from freezing to death. 
Well, you're lucky he didn't kill him. Well, what he was only popcorn. Well, I'm talking about the coffee. Yeah, well, when I say, the rider coming in. Thank you. <laughs> it looks like it looks like High Sheriff Drywall. It sure does. <laughs> Wonder what brings him all the way out here on a Saturday. I'm whoa. sure we'll soon find whoa, out. Whoa, my daughter, whoa. Howdy, boys. Well, howdy, howdy Sheriff Drywall. Drywall. Climb down and pull up a chair. Well, thank you, Ranger Doug. I don't mind if I do. What brings you riding all the way out here on a Saturday, High Sheriff Drywall? Well, uh, for starters, boys, I ain't the High Sheriff no more. What? Yeah, why not? I resigned yesterday, that's why. Whoa. I went and... Got all my Elvis jumpsuits out of storage, and from now on I'm gonna pursue my singing career full speed ahead. Well, gosh, well, former High Sheriff Drywall, isn't that sort of a, a, a drastic step? I mean, uh, considering that, you know, well, you... Considering what? Well, I well, guess what Two Slim's trying to say in a delicate manner, Drywall, is that, well, your singing career hasn't exactly been all that successful in the past, oh, yeah. and, uh, you know... It's, oh, I know that. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, that's changed now, boys. My record company's finally getting behind me. They're releasing an album of my greatest hits. I didn't know you had any hits. Well, they're uh, really the greatest hits I'm gonna have. Oh, I see. Huh. It's gonna be hits because Mr. Harry Slick, the president of Skillsaw Records, is gonna send me on a big package tour to promote it. He's calling it the Big 92 Red China Tour. Well, that's great, Drywall. You're really going to Red China? Oh, no, no, we're not going to Red China. We're, we're going to give away a, a piece of Red China to everybody who comes to see one of the shows. Oh. See, he got a deal on this big warehouse full of Red China plates down there. Oh. Huh. But, but we are going overseas, though. See, Mr. Slick believes there's a lot of opportunity for American music over there. It opened up in the East and everything, and them new Russian states, and they're just starving for entertainment over there. And, there ain't have to be. Sir? Uh, who else is on the tour with you, Drywall? Oh, uh, a couple of great acts, Ranger Doug. The, the Beat Toppers and uh, Major Lance. Well, I've heard of the Beat Toppers, of course. Yeah, well, they're that new age vegetarian group from Minneapolis, right? Yeah, they're on Garrison's show almost every week. Well, it seems like it anyway. Yeah, but who's this Major Lance? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he's that one. You remember he had that big hit uh, called... Uh, I don't believe I remember that one. Oh, uh, no, not me. Never heard of it. You boys can't even remember your own shows. <laughs> well, I gotta be going. So long, boys. So long. Good luck, Drywall. Yes, send us some postcards. Yeah. So long. Take care of yourself. <laughs> All right, I will. See you boys later. Get up there, boys. And so an important chapter in the history of law enforcement in Tumbleweed Valley draws to a close as the legendary lawman, High Sheriff Drywall, rides off to begin his career as the new Elvis on his big Red China tour. Meanwhile, thousands of miles away, an old nemesis of the former High Sheriff is up to his dirty neck in some new and very big and evil plans. <laughs> okay, I think I got it all figured out, Chief of Secret Police Charlie. Right. Let's get my Chief of Staff, Jim Babakoff, in here and make sure I covered all the bases. Oh, and tell him to bring the Constitution just in case there's any problems. Right. <laughs> hey, Jim Babakoff, get in here and bring that Constitution. The boss wants you. <laughs> Sit down, Jim Babakoff. Listen to this and tell me if there's going to be any problems with any of this. <laughs> to begin with, I've issued a resolution that everybody refer to me, their leader, as boss. <laughs> and I've appointed myself boss for life. 
Excuse me, bosses. Against sections four, paragraph six of Constitution. Oh, well, no problem. Charlie, hand Jim Bobakov the whiteout. Right. <laughs> Shake it up and paint out the offending paragraph. Stop, boss. While you're at it, there's probably a line in there about the Communist Party being the only party. Well, white out communism and put in slocumism. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'll issue the new slocum manifesto, and from each according to what he has to me, according to what I need. <laughs> Which is everything. <laughs> but, uh... That, that's das slocumism. Get used to it, right, Charlie? Right. But, boss... <laughs> Shouldn't loyal followers get something? Jim Bobakoff, I'm detecting a little disloyal, foot-dragging revisionism in your remarks. Could that be? Because if it is, Chief of Secret Police Charlie here has a little manifesto of his own. Right, Charlie? Right. It's called the Blackjack Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, you scared I, the I, words I, right I, out of him, didn't you? I'm loyal Slocumist. Slocumist boss, duh. Yeah, that's better. Now, let's see, where was I? Oh, yeah, I worded myself state monopolies on railroads, imports, exports, and Coca-Cola and Pizza Hut. <laughs> I overlook anything important? No, boss Slocum, only... Only what? Only, and I say this with all due respect and total lack of any disloyal foot-dragging revisionism. Yeah? Why do you want these monopolies? Yeah. None huh? of these things exist in Borstrovia. None of them? No. Huh? Nothing in Borstrovia but rotten beets. Well, I don't want a monopoly on them, although maybe I can put a tax on them. <laughs> Excellent idea, boss, but since no one have any rubles, tax payment would have to be in rotten beets. Oh, I can't depend on anybody. If I'm going to make any money, I have to do everything myself. What are you complaining about? You have all the funny lines tonight. Charlie. <laughs> what? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm standing over here for 10 minutes, and all I get to say is, right. Who wrote this script? Charlie, the don't, worst. don't bother me, Charlie. Take it up with Texas Bix. Texas Bix, I want to say more than right. What is the matter with your script? Charlie, it's a poor actor who blames his script. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, it's, we're not, all poor. it's not like there's a... Right. Charlie, it's not like there's not a doofus on every corner in Cincinnati that can do what you do. But they wouldn't work for what I do. Yeah. I hear Rob Dibble's coming up unemployed. He can't even beat up a manager 20 years older and overweight. Charlie, will you get back to this script? Oh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do about it, boss? I've already done it. Just like I promised in my campaign speech, I sent an official diplomatic dispatch this morning to the State Department in Washington requesting a billion bucks in foreign aid for Bostrovia. I gotta hurry now to get right. things done. <laughs> Unlike other politicians, I keep my campaign promises. You'll have to, otherwise nothing to steal. What was that, Jim Bobakov? What I mean, oh great boss, is you, you had to, otherwise yeah. uh, be no uh, grateful citizens could reward you for all those... Uh, Hard, hard works you do. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Boy, you got a wacky accent. I'll say, <laughs> say, you could go far in this administration, Jim Babakov. I like Thanks. the way you pander to authority. Thanks, boss. Okay, let's move on. Babakov, I want you to draw up a bunch of blank arrest warrants and give them to the chief of secret police, Charlie. That way, anytime anybody gives us any lip, we just fill in their name and toss them in the clink. Right, Charlie? Right. <laughs> Good this line. is gonna be great. <laughs> is this going to be great? Will the American State Department be foolish enough to give foreign aid to a country ruled by a depraved right-wing despot? 
Has it been done before? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions in a Pat Buchanan speech, but you will find them right here, same time, same station, next week in episode four of Return of the Evil Empire, entitled Message from Borstrovia. It's diplomatic, highly sensitive, gobbledygook melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this theater of the mind. And now here again, our riders in the sky, enjoy the Kalpoka King. Thank you, Texas Big Thunder. Well, time for our, the second time to come around to the new feature of Riders Radio Theater, the salute to the sagebrush serenaders of the silver screen. Tonight, saluting public cowboy number one, Gene Autry, the singing cowboy who started the whole singing cowboy ball rolling. This is one of his first Western hits, Woody Paul to lead us in riding down the canyon. When evening chores are over in our ranch house on the plain, and all I have to do is lay around, I saddle up my pony and go riding down the trail, and watch that evening sun go down, riding down the canyon to watch the sun go down, a picture that no artist ever could paint. White-faced cattle lowing on the mountainside, I hear a coyote Cactus plants are blooming, sagebrush everywhere, granite spires standing all around. I tell you folks, it's heaven to be riding down the trail when the Cactus plants are blooming, sagebrush everywhere, granite spires standing all around. I tell you folks, it's heaven to be riding down the trail when 
This is the VXU Radio Network.